Hello, Monetization Nation. Today, I am joined by Mike Mountain Man Lamborn. Mike is an artist, motorcyclist, and business owner. And he and his wife started a trucking business where he was first introduced uh, to motorcycle rallies. But when the recession hit, they lost everything. However, with one door closed, another door opened, uh, and then they started traveling for nine months of the year, working on the motorcycle circuit as the mountain man. Mike painted hundreds of show winning motorcycles all over the country. They're currently in their 36th year of traveling and run a very successful art business. Okay, Mike, welcome to the show today. We're grateful to have you. Great to be here. All right, so first of all, tell me about your business. Like you mentioned, we travel nine months out of the year on the motorcycle rally circuit. We do custom artwork on the motorcycles right there on site. We have a big 14 by 20 tent that we set up. You can either call me ahead of time, make an appointment. You can show up at the rally and hope you can get in to get the work done. But we, we do everything right there on site. You roll your bike in one end of the tent. I, my wife gets all your information. She cleans the bikes and then I get into painting and I just sit there on my little stool and roll around the bike and paint. And, we do that sometimes 18, 20 hours a day, day after day. In the book, Faith in Abundance, you share your story about how your house caught fire. Can you tell me about that? That was a, an amazing God thing because we really shouldn't be here. We should be burned up dead by now. Three o'clock in the morning, my wife just sat up in bed. She'd been sound asleep. God woke her up. It was on January 28th. There's a hill, steep hill behind our house, and it was covered in snow. And she woke me up and said, Mike, I think the house is on fire. Well, I glanced out the window and the snow was glowing orange. So I jumped out of bed and put on a pair of jeans, no shoes, no socks, no shirt. Ran and got my son up. Meanwhile, his little Pomeranian dog ran under the bed. Well, he jumps out of bed. I said, I'll meet you down in the shop, which was attached to the house. We need to get some people's bikes and supplies out. He grabs the dog and throws the dog out the front door, saved its life. We went to the garage and the fire was in a flue in the garage and it had gotten in, in the wall. And that was what was burning. My wife quickly called my daughter, who lives just over the hill. And then she called 911. It took approximately six minutes and the house went from a fire in that wall to totally engulfed in flames. It was old, old farmhouse. So it didn't, it was very flammable, no doubt about that. But anyway, um, we're trying to get motorcycles out of my shop, people's parts. I have a lot of parts in there that I've been painting. We got most everything out. And at that point in our career, we were, we had built and were driving a 1977 Silver Eagle tour bus. And it, when we came home in the fall, we pulled it right up to the shop door off to the side. It was a couple of feet away from the shop. And it had an old Detroit motor and those things do not start when it's cold. And for some reason, I hollered at my son and told him, see if the bus will start. He jumps in, hit the key and it went wrong. He turned the key off and he looked up to heaven. And he says, Lord, please start this thing. Hit the key and instantly it fired up. 
So I told him, okay, get out and let it warm up for a second, build up air pressure. We were still hauling stuff out of the shop. After the air pressure built up, I jumped in and just floorboarded it in reverse because the flames at this point were coming over top of the bus. It was on ice. It just sat there and spun. So I let it drift a few inches forward closer to the shop and then I nailed it again. I got enough traction that I shot up the hill. It was a one lane dirt road with a curve in it. I went up that hill backwards, could not see anything. The fire was in my eyes from the front and it was dark behind me. And you remember the old song, Jesus take the wheel where he took the wheel and took me up that road Oh, eighth of a mile or more and around a sharp curve and I parked it there and I walked back down to the house and everything was engulfed. Everything that we knew of from the time we'd been married, which had been quite a while, was gone. All my shop stuff, all of our personal stuff, everything was, was gone. And I stood there and looked at it and I got the most peaceful feeling in my heart that I've ever had which is strange because you don't have a peaceful feeling when everything that you've ever worked for is up in flames. But anyway, the words to a Ray Bolt song came to me. It was in the night during the storm of our lives that God reveals his love is real. And that's what gave me that peaceful feeling. And it was so awesome because Almost instantly, people were coming up the road. It's just a little one-lane road that leads up to our place. Traffic was backed up. People had to pull over in the fields and carried us stuff. They carried clothes. They carried food. They brought us money. And within a short period of time, we had more clothes and stuff than we had before. Had plenty of food. Of course, my father-in-law lived next door, so he opened the door and says, come on in. You got a place to live. That was January 28th. By the 1st of March, we had to be in Daytona, Florida for bike week. We had nothing. All my supplies were gone, burned up. I called a friend of mine in Georgia, TJ. He's another pinstriper. He got on the phone and another friend got on the gold wing chat board, whatever those things are. And he took the responsibility of coming up with a photo album of all the work that I had done. He asked everybody that ever had work done by Mountain Man, please send him a photo. Because you need that at the rally so people can look and see what you do. Okay. What are, what are some of the key lessons you learned from those challenges you went through? Never, ever, ever give up on God. That is the main lesson. And always, always treat people the way you want them to treat you. Man, you know, like I say, so many thousands, we got letters and cards from thousands of people. A lot of them we remembered, a lot of them we knew, a lot of them we did. Sending us money, $100 here, $50 there, whatever. And that's the way you, we need to treat people. If we hear somebody with a, whose house burnt or somebody's in a bad wreck, reach out to them. You know, it's just all about doing what Jesus wants you to do. So as we see other people that are having, that are in crisis, that are having something horrible in their life, uh, we need to reach out. We need to give. We need to be God's hands like those people were in your life. And 
in your situation as an entrepreneur, you, you didn't operate on an island. You operated in this community of people that you were helping and you were providing value to and you were establishing relationships with so that when your crisis hit you, um, you had a network of people who wanted to give back to you and be there for you. Any thoughts on that? Absolutely. Um, That's one of the best things about this line of work that we are in. We have met so many fantastic people all over this country, all over the world, really, because people from other countries come here and, you know, ride and have their bikes worked on, painted or whatever. So we know people all over the world. And like you just said, that's the basis for setting up this relationship with people through God. And the Christian Motorcycle Association, CMA, has been fabulous in doing that. They are an organization of, it's based on motorcycles and they believe in winning the world one heart at a time to Jesus. They are 160 some thousand strong. They are in 30 some countries, I believe. And it's just reaching out to people, loving people the way God wants us to love them and seek first the kingdom of heaven and everything else will be added to you. That's the way it is. You know, God takes care of your finances. How do we find hope in the storms of our lives? You have to go through Jesus, but how do you do that? I take time every day, every single day. I get my cup of hot black coffee and me and the Lord sit down and we, I read a chapter a day or a section a day. There's a schedule that you can read the Bible through in a year. And I've done that several times, but now for the last three, four or five years, I've just worked on the New Testament. Every day I read it and then I pray about it. And I really ask God to give me godly wisdom to take care of everything that I encounter, good or bad. And it's only through his wisdom that we can handle everything. And it's through his love in our hearts that we can. He doesn't take away tragedy, but he sure walks with us through it. One last thought. In your book, um, there's a quote that I wanted to share. You say, the abundance, strength, and success of a business is not in the bank account. It's in your love for God, which fills your heart and overflows to everyone around you. Want to comment on that a little bit? It's not about the bank account by any means. Uh, Some people think it is. And when they do that, they put themselves before others. They put themselves before the Lord because that's all there. It's where your heart is. If your heart's with money and with riches, that's the route that you're going to take and you're going to go down. If your heart is with the Lord, he takes care of all that finances and you, we have found in our life and my oldest daughter, the one that passed away, she used to give me pretty hard time because there's times I leave home with a tank of gas and maybe $20 and go hundreds of miles away to a rally with nothing but faith. And she says, dad, you can't do that. You can't do it. I says, well, I do it. I have to do it. I have nothing else. And as long as I got God, I don't care about everything else. It always works out. And when you need money, you got to have money for 
your mortgage payment. You got to have money for a car payment, whatever it is. It's there. You might not have it right today. God knows you need it and he will supply it when you need it. Thank you so much, Mike, for sharing your stories and insights with us today. Here are some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, we should never give up on God. While he might not take away our challenges, he will walk through them with us. Number two, we should treat others the way God would treat them. Number three, when we put our love and faith in God, everything often works out the way we need it to, and we'll be more likely to find success in our businesses. If you'd like to connect with Mike or learn more about him, you can find him on Facebook or visit his website at mountainmanart.com. And there's links to both of those sites in the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. You can also get a free copy of my ebook, uh, Passion Marketing, and learn to, how to identify and leverage the highest passions of your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. You can also subscribe to Monetization Nation on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook group, and on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success as you draw on faith in your entrepreneurial journey.